better, it's just getting worse. Just stick you up for all your cheddar. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rants and Tangents podcast with Daryl Smith Jr., Shayla, and Ray Parker. Happy Monday, y'all. Let's get right into it. Where y'all oh, want to start? Facts. First, before we start, I have a question for y'all, and I didn't put it in the, uh, the group text because I wanted to get y'all, like, raw opinion, like, okay. in the moment thoughts, I didn't want y'all to think about it. So, scenario. You guys are single in this scenario. Uh... You ask a girl to come over her house like one o'clock in the morning. She's like, "Yeah," mm-hmm. but you end up sleeping on the sofa. Thoughts? There's no way I end up on the sofa. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> how I got on the sofa. Because you if, told you if you're like, not you, on the sofa, you stayed on the sofa, sofa with me. Was she he? said she was going to bed. She said, um, she said she just said she's going to bed, but she's going to her room. You're not going to. So come I'm confused. All right, so. <laughs> <clears throat> hit me up at one o'clock to come over. No, you hit her up. She didn't ah, hit you up. Okay. That so he hit her. You, you hit. I hit you up with the intention of coming over, uh-huh. but I just came over to sleep on your couch. No, that you hang out for a little bit, and uh, then it's like, all right, sip you on some leave wine, it. Watch he was like, oh, he was I'm waiting too for it to leave. Oh, he was. Okay. Oh, um, he, nigga might have been fucked up. He might have been trash. I was like, I so okay. do that. I will say. That if a woman allowed me over at one o'clock, I'm assuming she's down to have sex. Uh, if it winds up fast forward, we maybe drink something, Netflix it for a little bit, and you're like, all right, I'm going to bed. You're like, I'm like, cool, I can't drive. I'm like, it's cool, we can stay here, I trust you, and, but you got to sleep on the couch. But hold on, follow up. Did he hit? Did I hit it already? No. Yeah, I'm assuming you didn't, because no. why would you be on the couch? If I hit it, I should be able to sleep in the bed. I'm assuming I'm <laughs> right in the bed. No, I, no, I I'm just feel that way. You know, I'm trying to. I would have tried my hand. I would have had to go down with the ship. So if he was, if there was any uncertainty, well, let's assume he tried. No, he didn't. Well, no. He slept on the couch. No, he didn't sleep on the couch. This is a real scenario. The guy ended up like it was like, like two thirty. He came over. They hung up for a little bit. She's like, I'm going to bed. By 3 o'clock, she went to bed. He was on the couch because he was drunk. By 3 o'clock, he's yelling upstairs like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm a grown-ass man. I shouldn't be sleeping on your fucking couch. And stormed out of the house. He must have been waiting for an invitation instead of actually asserting himself in the situation. Sometimes you got to shoot your shot. Yeah. And some, I I, I don't know. You miss, you miss. Yeah. Can't be afraid of waiting for her to initiate in some way. I don't know. When she told you to get on the couch, you knew she wasn't initiating nothing. She gonna sneak back down. I don't. What did she have on? Sweatpants and a t-shirt. I don't know. <laughs> because it, yeah, I don't know. Like if I call my friend, like a homegirl, I'm a, I'm just gonna sleep on the couch. But if it's yeah. somebody I'm actively trying to smash, like I'm telling, I'm shooting my shot. You let me come over at three o'clock. Honestly, <laughs> if it was my homegirl and I was single, I'd probably still be trying to sleep in the bed. I don't wanna sleep on the couch. I don't, I can't we don't do gotta that. have sex. I, uh, I, I can be in the women I don't sleep with. At That's thirty, at thirty one, <laughs> at Daryl, at a single thirty one, I can sleep in the bed with a woman. Never. Daryl at a single twenty one, it's no, it's no, it's no way. I, but at thirty one, I think I could. Don't. No, I've, I'm, yeah, I've done it. Sleep next to a chick as a friend. There's just certain situations you. Don't yes, not time. not at thirty one, but in maybe my mid twenties, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I did it maybe situation. at least three I'm, times. I'm on the fucking couch because I don't even want the idea. Well, you try. <laughs> you wrote for me in the middle of the night. 
That's too if much space. If I feel a warm body next to me, I'm slipping in. I'm not assuming it's a guy. I'm assuming it's a woman. And my natural instincts would be to feel around. Now, if she rejects me, then I roll back over. I go to sleep. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you take that on the chin. If I'm, I'm this guy, though, I'm at f- 1 o'clock, I got to assume. I can't I, remember. Um, I got to assume at 1 o'clock I'm hitting you up with the intentions on us having sex. Yeah, but the assumption part is what's actually really getting me. Like, this guy, when she told me a story, I was like, he's a child. Like, I don't even, he threw a fucking tantrum. He didn't well, do what he wanted. The hollering of the steps was definitely that was weird. It was super childish. But, he, but he also, I think that these issues, I mean, I don't know how often stuff like this happens, but I feel like they happen because of everybody's assumptions and it's also because of stuff that we and me like we had this conversation I was with my girlfriends and we like we're talking about it and I was like you know we've been that girl at one o'clock in the morning and a guy comes over and of course he's gonna hit because that's what he came over to do but and they've had these other girls that did the same thing so now they just assume that it's always gonna be that way and that's I don't know if that's right I don't I won't say it's wrong I, but it's the assumption is kind of what set that man up to be yelling up the steps at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going so, on, sir? So she didn't want to run. She didn't want to run the yams then. No. All right. So I think it should I just it. be clear to people. Listen to some Ti. No, listen to some music. I, I think it's Ti that has a song. that's like this time of night at a certain hour. It's only certain things that's going on, and 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 I think most single. You know, tender error people's minds. <laughs> at, at, at a certain hour, seven hours. I got yeah, house. twelve, one, two, three. Like literally, if it's the conversation is, you can come. You gotta sleep on the couch though. We're not doing nothing. Now you tell me beforehand. I made a choice. I'll still shoot my shot. I'll take the rejection, knowing that you had already established what I, it I'll is. I'll happily go home. Yeah. If I'm so it's home. fine for the woman to assume that you're coming over to have sex. Yeah, she should. Okay. I think at that hour. Because you got to respect hour, the person yeah. that tell you I was a little late. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I'll take that. I'll get with you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can link up. No worries. Yeah. I can I can handle that type of rejection. I wouldn't know why you would let me in your house at 1 o'clock. Because that's like, suge- that's a that's suggestive bedtime. time. Yeah, it's a suggestive time. Ain't nothing to do but go to sleep. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Especially if you was already in bed. You come downstairs in your pajamas and shit. Hopefully ain't nothing skimpy. You it's comfortable. Like, it's lit. It's hoagie time. Like. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm not saying he's right. I'm not... No, no, I'm just saying, I would, I would want us all to realize that after a certain hour, it's bedtime for most people, unless you work in the night shift. It's bedtime, and this time of night, we're probably, I mean, if I'm coming over, or if you're coming over, I'm assuming we're probably having sex. And if we don't, then okay, but I, I'm not inviting you over again, especially at this hour. Or I'm establishing beforehand, we're talking about what, what you're coming here for. I, now, that I have done. Call me in the morning. No, I feel like that is kind of what should be done because in this like in this scenario, it was just a lot of assuming going sure. on, you know? So, and it, yeah. It just it made it this weird situation at 3 o'clock in the morning, and this guy's yelling up the steps. Now, that is like, just altogether yeah, weird. That was very that was Because very if you really wanted the yams, you should have shot your shot. And if you did, he it did. was rejected. Then you already know. She it sound like you should just laugh. Wait, so I've, I've I've experienced this. Guys will shoot their shot. It gets sh- shut down, and then they'll be like, "I'm just lurk. I'm gonna lurk sure. right here. You but know something's gonna happen." You shoot three more. 
You gotta have a, a, a hard stop <laughs> at some I can, point. I can almost, I mean, I don't know. This is me assuming as well. But I feel like this man yelling up her steps was him shooting a shot. Like, you ain't gonna let me come and fuck. I've had it done. I don't think like, any woman is gonna say, why? Well, right, right. right. <laughs> I'll let you have sex now. After she says no and go to bed. I don't think she says no and go to bed. It's just like, no, she's serious. Exactly. What she said is <laughs> she's going no to bed. Go. I know it's game over. Yeah, it's a no If go. she's not inviting me to bed with her. Then it's just like, all right, do I... What did you guys take on? I'm it? good it for Do I take my basketball and go home? Shoot my shot tomorrow? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know I mean, what I'm saying? At that point, you start texting your list to see if you can make something else happen. I mean, duh. That's the <laughs> type of time I'm on. You got to be a volume shooter. Like, damn, I know I should have went to Wizard Call House instead. So I'm going to have to see bitch you still up. Like, I hit this after hour real quick. I'll be there in a minute. Just wanted to get yeah. you guys' take on it. That's interesting, though. It was. I was like, oh, I wonder what they had to say about this. Don't invite me over that late. If you, she didn't invite him over, he asked to come over. But you by say you no. say saying yes. yes, you invited me over. Now I get now. He truly, you didn't right. invite me over, but. but. Vampires can't come into the house without you inviting them in. A vampire uh-huh. could have came to the door, knocked on the door. But once you said come in, you invited me in. Right. So for him, he's like, yeah, she's inviting me in. She let me in. I'm a... It's lit. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> at least oh, assume she with the she's shit. giving me an opportunity to shoot my shot. Okay, and you had that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, Don't throw no tantrum now. Yeah, the tantrum yeah. is. Yeah, that's just weird. Because now you're not going to ever like she because like she's not wrong for allowing him to come over. Like it's her. No, space. I don't think she she's wrong. She want, but the inclination was that he was under the assumption that if she invited him over, so it was wrong for him to assume that. But in the same sense, it's the assumption. But it's, in the same sense, how could she not assume that? Yeah, that he's thinking. What that. do women think that? Let's not, I'm going to even give one o'clock from Grace. Clubs close at 2 o'clock unless you somewhere else where clubs don't shut down until 3, 4, 5. Generally, clubs close at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You leave a club, you either going to an after party, you're going to get something to eat, or you're going to hell home. And if you're going home with somebody... Like I said, as a single man... It's that hour. Unless we are like friends... Like, if I'm like, yo, yeah, Shay, friends, I need somewhere to stay real quick. I'm tired of the motherfucker. That's I'm different. on the couch. Ain't nothing to assume here. You know what time it is. Yeah. But if I'm actively pursuing a chick, and then I hit her up at 1 o'clock in the morning, like, yo, what's up? I'm trying to come through. And she like, I'm yeah. I'm you said that. I'm like, oh, she with the shit. That, that matters. If I'm already pursuing you, and then we had this 1 o'clock conversation, then I'm thinking I'm in. Because I have been pursuing you, so you know what I want. It's not like there's any confusion. You know what I'm saying? Like, there shouldn't be no confusion because I've been after you. I've been chasing a cat. Now, okay. 1 o'clock in the morning, you say I can come over. I'm like, oh, I'm finally getting it. Like, I'm, a, I'm a thinking I'm getting like it. you finally cornered that motherfucker. So, I can kind of <laughs> understand the tantrum. I think the tantrum is nah. very immature. Yeah. And I just don't think it's the playing long game. I'm not sure how you're going to get it. My tantrum is more passive-aggressive. I just stop answering. I definitely have a passive-aggressive. I'm going to ghost you for at least a while. You got to ghost Oh, what happened? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been busy. <laughs> you don't care? I don't care. We can play the I don't care game and see who saying. wins. I'm petty like that. Life, you know, life. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to give you no real answers either. It's all going to be short. But I would have respected if she would have said, yo, not tonight. You know what I'm saying? Let's go get breakfast or something in the morning. Like, or tell me your periods don't lie to me. That too. That shit works. Actually, I would be like, no, I'm not coming. I'm okay. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll see you I, another day. We haven't had sex yet. And I'm then, definitely not running away. Right? Uh, if she was thinking that, but wasn't sure, she would have been certain that I said, "Oh no, I got something." You know, what I mean? it's cool. You know what? Matter of fact, I got career. somebody. My homie said I could say it's weird. I know. Now you suddenly got fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, now something came up. You know what? <laughs> Actually, I do live closer to the club. My crib is actually 10 minutes from where you I'm at. You know what? I just so. found my key. I was hitting you because I thought I lost it, but you know what? It was under the car seat. My bad. <laughs> I'll catch you tomorrow. The period we can do is, lunch. It's definitely a good fucking rejection. <laughs> you know, nobody's feelings is hurt. Nobody no, can be nobody's, saucy. Nobody's it's feeling Mother hurt. Nature. Now, you can't be mad nope, at Mother can't Nature. can't be mad at Mother Nature. I won't blame you. That's the easiest way to say no. No, I shouldn't say it that way. But that's a to lie. easy way. <laughs> that's a reasonable lie. No man's gonna challenge it. Let nope. me see your pad. Some, no man's asking. No. Some niggas for any is, is like so what? Some Not niggas if it's the like, first. If it's the first time, some niggas. I is can't like that. imagine some niggas the first is nasty. time. Not I wouldn't purpose. do it at all. But some niggas is nasty. I ain't gonna call it nasty to each his own. Like you. No, I don't. I don't remember. At all. Nasty. Not at all. Ever. I have. And it's just like it's not, uh. it's not a pleasant experience. When you in there, it's the wettest, most juicy experience of your life. But when you wake you up and that shit down. like a scary movie, hell no, that shit like a murder scene. Well, you gotta also be strategic. Like, yeah, you gotta definitely. First two three days, I'm not. I'm. Just, I'll just wait, bro. You spotting? Uh, well, <laughs> look here, bro. <laughs> you talking? Ah, oh, man, it's just not my thing. I don't like, think it's at like no point, anybody's. I, well, no, it's not. My, Probably I was about to say, thing. yeah, it's probably somebody's <laughs> thing. But at, not at any point, like, even when it's just the little... It's not on, on. Yeah, it's not on, on. It ain't on. It's on, I'm cool. I'm either coming, she either coming down or she's like, it's probably going to come in the next 24 hours, so get it now. And then you, you know, you prompted know. it. You made it come on. No, that happens. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's... I'm not the person that would get mad at you if it happens. Mm-hmm. It's more I just chalk it up to what it is. Because once you in there, it's like, shit. What am I doing? It's fantastic. It's a, it's, listen, don't do drugs, kids. Molly is fantastic. But it's just certain shit you're just not going to do on a regular basis because you know it's just not what you're into. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't be doing this. That's how I feel. It's just like, it's, a guilt, it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's just some shit that I just rather not do. Not knowingly. I feel you. But it's I, not for me either. Yeah, some niggas are habitual. I mean, I'll do it. Some niggas are I've habitual red light runners. Done it recently. <laughs> <laughs> you just and make a choice. for some reason, women are ultra horny at that time. So it's just yes, like so I don't understand horny. Why. It's ridiculous. It's it just, doesn't even make sense. Because you are the one that's taking the tampon out. You're seeing this gross stuff. Like they used to it. Yeah. You get used to it. That's why they make they. Well, I don't get used to. No, I fucking hate. Yeah, I feel like it's. I've never heard a woman like you know. It's okay. I'm just so used to it. I know you're not like mortified when you look down. Well, no, yeah, I don't think they're like. I can't believe this was happening. Like, if I can avoid a period, I avoid a fucking period. If we see you use tampon, you're definitely like, like honestly. All these years of sisters and women, I still see her using tampon. I'm like, oh. Or put it like this. this? Or in in this sense, you take dumps every day, right? You wipe your own ass. If you go in there and see somebody else's shit, you're almost offended. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who the fuck forgot to flush? Come flush your shit. I'm not flushing nothing. I'm gonna hold my piss. Come flush your own toilet. (laughs) Come flush your shit down. You got piss real bad too. (laughs) I'm holding my piss. Flush this fucking toilet. That's sad. Yeah, but, but that's a universal truth, I think. Nobody <laughs> wants to look at anybody. Nobody. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's just one of those things. Ugh, Ugh. That's nasty. But, um, yeah, so what's going on today, man? What are we talking about? You want to get into the ratchet like, first? Let's get into this little uh, touch on R. Kelly real quick. No pun intended. We'll touch on the, <laughs> <laughs> the R. Kelly the whole debacle. ongoing situation. And we can sprinkle in some Mike Jack if we want. So was it a legendary interview? <laughs> I have seen the clips and the highlights with Gail Kim and I... Man, I be trying to keep the same energy as we all know. And I say, you know, I've said to the group, don't laugh at certain things. Once that girl said it, don't laugh at certain things because it's not, people are still hurt behind it. So they saying it's because of the victims of are having pain behind them when we make right. jokes about it. It's like making light of their situation. Right? But <laughs> did you see okay. how they made the music video? Dog. Yo. <laughs> Sometimes you just yeah. gotta laugh. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to like bite my cheeks? Some of this stuff is really funny, man. He is hilarious. It was all funny to me. It was dramatic. It was completely making himself seem like a victim, which makes sense. He's like, pathological. He seems delusioned. It was hilarious to me, though. Yeah. It was just like, but I do want to talk about the girls because the, the two girls. I, I, I can't with the girls. I you didn't see the girls, didn't right? Didn't see the girls. So, what happened with the girls was, so, Gail was interviewing the chicks. They like, no, we're completely happy. So, she like, is this like a three-way relationship? Like, she's like, yeah, we all go on dates. We watch movies together. Uh, we're into the same, some of the same things. He was like, so, do y'all all, like, just hang out together? Or, do you know, do you have, and she's like, no, I have my individual relationship with him and she has her own individual relationship. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes we all come together. Okay. And she was like, uh, so do y'all all parks together, movies together. Right. Then she like, what, so do what? all y'all sleep together? She was like, sometimes. And she was like, one no, of them was like, I'm not going to discuss my, what I do in the bedroom. Yeah. Then she like, no, do y'all all have sex together? And then she was like, I'm not going to discuss what I do in my personal life on national television. And then she was like, you wouldn't feel, as a woman, feel comfortable discussing and what you're doing in the bedroom with your, I mean, bedroom with your, and yeah, and girl definitely complied. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, all right, exactly. But she was like, but you do understand why this is, I'm asking these questions and shit like that. So it was like. The girls didn't give anybody any, uh, didn't confirm anything that people wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. They actually blame their parents. Their parents are after money. Uh, the one girl blames her parents, says her parents made her lie to R. Kelly since she was 18 when she was 17. Her, her parents were forcing her to do music. She never actually wanted to do music. Her parents, uh, would lie and they're after money and they would try to manipulate her and R. Kelly to get mm-hmm. them to have sex. It was just They even said that craziness. Um, and then if you listen to so basically what I took from it was the people on what's that girl what, what's the network that girl came CBS. On? CBS. The people on CBS at her in her panel was basically trying to get the audience to keep that same energy as far as whatever we felt about R. Kelly based on what that documentary was saying, basically it got contradicted. Mm-hmm. So basically now they like, he was in the background coughing when certain questions was asked. Like they're trying to keep their narrative alive because they've already been trying to convince the public that he's just bad man. So they're trying to push that narrative. And that's what I don't like because the media does have a job to do. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to give him a platform to speak, you got to give him his just due. Right. Just like anybody. They got equal right to speak and say his, his case like everybody else did. So in 
in trying to attack him and trying to trick him into into basically exposing himself, you basically didn't get what you want. So now you're mad and trying to, you know, manipulate the situation. But I don't think he was the person to ask. But here's where I, I don't agree with that. I'm sure some people are upset about him having these two girls. But I don't think the overarching issue is about him having these two living girlfriends. Right. It's about his history and the things right. he's Absolutely. done. I, yeah, I don't... Minor. And, so those girls contradicted part. what was said about him basically oh, being the cult. Uh, yeah, a yeah, cult. cult. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking but about. But you didn't contradict anything about girls. having sex with him. Right. She kept saying, no, I didn't have sex with him until I was 18. For me, I just don't understand how that could be possible. But, I mean, you can be patient, I guess. But he hasn't shown it in his history. So it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. He had you at 17. <laughs> you saying that he thought she was 18, so why yeah. would he wait? But you say he did have sex with you at 17. He waited until he was 18. But you, but you said, said he thought she was 18. Yeah. So uh, all I'm saying is they're doing a terrible job trying to put this cult shit on him. Because they can't prove it. Fuck the cult shit. It, and that's how I feel. If Fuck he wants shit. to have five women and five Let women do are down, who cares? But they, they they trying to set us up to judge him for that because he got away with the other mm-hmm. thing. No, we want him to go to jail because he's a pedophile. I want him to go to jail because he's a pedophile. That's it. Prove that he's a pedophile so we can move the fuck on with our lives. But... We're not going to sit here and have this back and forth and spin our wheels mm-hmm. and, you know, demonize somebody for something completely separate from what the fuck we're talking about. Let's stick to the subject here. Do you like young girls? Do you like young pussy? He's saying no. So, obviously, it's his word against the court right now. That's, I mean, everything else in between that is just, I mean, you're trying to describe up or get him to confess to a certain behavior pattern. I didn't hog... Oh, the hog tying oh, shit. Oh, it was funny, though. They made a song out of it. It was funny. He said, I don't even know how to hog tie. What are you talking I don't know how to hog tie. I know how to hog tie. It's not like it's a difficult the, thing. If you watch a cartoon, Looney Tunes, you know how to hog tie. It's not a But thing. it's like, you know, is he a bad man because he like, you know, younger women? He like, I like all women. So he was, a, he was unapologetic about that. Like, nigga, I like all women above 18. <laughs> like... But outside of that, I mean, I don't know. And we have, if we're going to keep, like, it's still, even with that 17 shit, we have to keep energy kept, like, throughout this whole ordeal. I just want him to go to jail for being a pedophile, for fucking on 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. But people are bringing in Hugh Hefner. People are bringing in... Uh, Willie Island. Like, all these other, you know, people that aren't... So how do you really feel about that? I'm here for the, let's call out some of these white people, Elvis Presley. I'm, I'm, I'm here I'm for that. that. I'm uh-huh. with all of that. But I, it put, I feel like I'm, I'm put in a awkward situation because I don't want to minimize R. Kelly's situation. Right. But I think we have mean. enough energy to talk about all these pedophile yeah. creeps and where We got time. We have time. This is a, a, an American issue, not an R. Kelly yeah. issue. I'm here for that argument. I'm here for getting less art. Let's get some of these white people involved. Only if... You still have that same energy for R. Kelly. I think mm-hmm. some people are like, "Let's get these white people convicted," and if not, R. Kelly should go free. See, no, I'm no, not here no, for that. No, like, no. that's not. I don't what... expect the court system, the American judicial system, to catch 100. percent I expect more than 50. percent I mm-hmm. expect closer to 70, 80. percent So if one guy slips through, two guys slips through, whatever. I'm never going to be okay with that, right. but I would understand that. Right. You don't excuse somebody because we're going to say, all right, well, Woody Allen got to 
uh, adopt an Asian a little Asian <laughs> girl and then marry her. Nobody's raising a red flag about that. That's not right. That's just right. the fact. like you you <laughs> coming down on me about some shit. Right I'm now. like, what about Shay? Yeah, no, no, motherfucker. We talking about you. The what aboutism? That's the thing. Yeah, the uh-huh. what aboutism? Like, no, we talking about you. I'm talking about you. Then when we're done talking about you, let's talk about the next person. But let's, let's not forget the, that we're focused and talking about you. Let's get to the bottom you. of the situation first. Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? I, I hate that. I, I feel like the way they're building this shit up is taking is weakening their case to me. Because I'm I'm being if I'm going to be objective in, the court in any of way. Opinion is definitely. I'm looking at it like, on. are y'all trying to prove some? Like you're sitting here. Drilling him about have, suggesting that he has a cult and he haul time bitches and all this shit. Nobody look if if he if she likes to get hog tied, let him hog tie the bitch. Like, I, don't <laughs> I don't care. You're talking about the things that nobody cares about, and I'm, this is gonna play into a point that I'm gonna make later because I want us to be able to talk about sex openly and not be afraid about what it's gonna mean for us in our future. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, if he wants to hog tie a woman, if he wants to have five women, three women, two women. I don't know that this is my business. Mm-hmm. What is my business is if he's out here molesting children. Right. I don't care if I don't know the kids, if they're hundred thousand miles away. It's still my business. If you're sleeping with three women, that's not my business. Not at all. Not. If it's consensual, not my business. Right. You're raping, my business. Not my business if it's consensual. These young women, early 20s, I'm expecting them to make stupid-ass choices. Uh, excuse me, I was early 20s and I did some stupid shit. You was in your early twenties. You did some stupid we shit. We all have. We that all. culture, dog. <laughs> you know I mean? We all have. When am I? When else am I supposed to make my mistakes? <laughs> like, when do I get that opportunity? So I, I'm okay with that. But let's not be like, oh, because he has uh, this cult, it validates everything. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't. We're talking about separate issues here. He's a pedophile. I I do see that though. I mean, we, but we, and that's what I'm saying. We felt that for how many years? Mm-hmm. And that's what I said when the original doc came out. Like, all this shit, I already, we dealt with that shit. Like, we waiting for him to get his time in court. The courts, apparently, somehow, a videotape of New somebody videos, committing a fucking 14, crime. And apparently, he's talking about it. He's like, oh, yeah, you're 14. 14 Obviously, isn't enough for you to convict a man. The justice system failed them women. So, us making jokes about them. And if they and it was in fact a criminal case. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the justice system failed them, girls. So us making jokes about not them about R. Kelly and the situation, it wasn't to. It was like, yo, yeah, you might have got away with this shit, but we ain't forgot, nigga. We you, you still gonna catch this heat. Mm-hmm. I'm here, for, and I like that. If you skirt past through under above the legal system, fine. But if you're R. Kelly, then you still got social equity to pay. Yeah, exactly. So you still got to get that ad. You still hey, going to catch these jokes. I'm not subscribing to your shit. Yep. You get wiped to clean from every playlist, from everything like that. And yep. still fire your ass up. Get arrested because you can't pay your child support because you fucked up the money with your negative behaviors. But yep. I do believe in karma, too. And it don't come back in the exact way that the situation played mm-hmm. out. So you're mm-hmm. not going to get I kicked justice, you in your shin. But it might be some that shit. That means some random kid going to come kick me in my shin. Right. Something going to come my way, though. Right. Some, so... I do get the 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 public shame and the blackball and shit like that. It's like you know that's how karmic forces tend to happen for people that get away with shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he showed no, like when she even asked asked him about that, he showed no empathy. It was more of a that is more I got, of, made, I'm like, a I got away with it. Yeah, but that's I ain't essentially gonna, what he said. He's basically he said, I got away I'm with victim. it. Victim, he said, I, I beat that, that case. case. You gotta quit it. 
feel like those are two different things. Yeah. But you got to quit it. That doesn't vindicate you. That doesn't. We still have a marriage license. <laughs> we still seat the tape. We still we saw the tape. You're like, not gonna tell me that what ain't I the did most not appropriate see. way to say seat. I seat. I seat you, nigga. I, I seat you. I can see you, cuz with, with the like, half hair braided and not braided, nigga. That you rocked you it. Don't in the look I like your video. brother. You don't you look like that. either of your brothers. Hell no. I seen it. And would have would have We've all watched some. Child pornography because we saw it. I, saw I was it. a child at the time. I, I was a child it. too. I was a minor. You I never don't know saw if I, I saw it more than once. Yeah, I saw it. I remember. I remember the whole video. Like I remember, I remember the it. first girl because like, that was the first time I seen somebody. Ledge right here. He was sitting on a ledge and he's setting up the camera. And he looking to make sure. I mean, because obviously there's no way that we could have up. watched it in any time recent. I don't even know if you can still find it. Mm-mm. And I went because I'm not going to jail. Child for that right. <laughs> right, you go to but jail. We can still remember it so clear. I remember him sitting on the ledge, setting up the camera, checking himself, bouncing like this. I remember all that. Making sure it was perfect. The girl. I remember all that. It was sick. I remember her dancing on the joint. Yep. I remember the first time. I, I mean, the first joint I saw was him with an, a grown woman. I think she was. Grown. Yeah, he had grown women on and it. And she was on a swivel chair. He was performing fellatio on her. And I was like, yo, he eating from the back or he eating her butt? You know, and I couldn't tell the difference. And back then, obviously, I was a kid. We well, don't know so, nothing about eating <laughs> It wasn't my cup of tea. So I'm just like, oh, this nigga is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the whole situation with the little girl. So when, you know, Dave Chappelle was making his skits about it and everybody getting on, like, comedians dragging him. It just was like, yo, like, he about to go to jail for this shit. And when he beat that shit, I was like, oh. Maybe. Right, and I didn't know all the details about him beating it until or yeah, acquittal yeah. until actually really the documentary. But it doesn't erase what you've done. Right, people be all right. I think I can talk about it. I think I told y'all. I sat on a jury for uh, child abuse, child sexual abuse. We found him not guilty, but every juror and every I was the foreman. Every juror in that room thought he did something. Couldn't prove we didn't know what it was. The prosecutor did not do a good job of bringing out the evidence. Defense did a horrible job. He only got away because we didn't have no proof. It's easy not to have proof on rape. Mm-hmm. But you have a video tape. This guy was accused of... Yeah, that's of, the thing. Like, that's what's so that, different about this. There is a tape. He got a video tape of him raping him. How did that... You like, know the how? Tape. All right, I understand you said that way because I have probably seen... 14, 15, 16 year old girls who I thought were maybe a year or two, maybe even three years older than what they were. Yeah, there's right. little girls that look like grown women. Sure, but you talk to them for two minutes. And you know. Not even two minutes. Talk for them in a number of seconds, you're like, oh, you're a child. Let them open their mouth. I'm not even trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Let them open their mouth, look at their mouth. Right. They look like a child. A child has a mouth mm-hmm. that looks like a child's mouth. A mature, grown adult has a different type of mouth. Her right. voice. Voice sounds a certain way. But you know what's the number one sign? What she thinks about. And I try to tell right. grown men this. If she has a book bag on, typically, <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to think that she's a student. Maybe she's in high school. Now, if you go to ask a question, she's like, no, I go to CCP or Temple. All right, then we might be still in the game. I carry a book bag every day. But, huh? I carry a book bag every day. I like you look bags. like a grown woman. But right, with no yeah. disrespect. You can see a maturity in your face. And with no rudeness, no wine matures, right? You talk to a child, you see that fresh face, adult will have acne. It's even something different the way a child's acne looks to an adult's acne. It's just so easy. 
I shouldn't say so easy, but it's relatively easy to point out a 14-year-old in a video. I knew she was a child when I was a child. She wasn't developed. And it's not like she was one of I've those seen flat-chested, yeah. grown women and no-butt-grown women. You can still look at them like, she's a grown she was still woman. Developing. Right. You could tell she was still developing. Like, she looks like... He's, what, six foot? Somewhere around there. He looked enormous in comparison to her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was obviously... Far, she was far smaller than him. Like it was just, it's just all crazy and sick. In hindsight, it, it was just a very but. And and like I said, niggas had jokes about it. Everybody called him "come pee come" because I definitely pee, joked about peed on her and came again. Like he he yeah he performed the whole slate on her, and got away with it. Oh. Did y'all watch the uh, Leaving Neverland? Watch that I too. Did. I didn't watch all of it. I watched the first one. You watched the whole first one? Was yeah. it two and a half hours, two hours? Two fucking hours. Too long. And I <laughs> was literally like, I swear to God, we better talk about this shit because <laughs> I am bothered that I have to sit. Literally, this is my face the whole time watching it. Literally. That's literally how it looked the entire time. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was just like. Oh, God, they give anybody a fucking documentary these days. Like, I don't give a shit about what you're talking about. Why? Why? So this is a good time to talk about that Elvis shit. Mm -hmm. So now we got to talk about Elvis and Hugh Hefner and other guys or whoever else may have been accused or speculation. uh, uh, Elvis married a teenager. There's no accusations there. I think it was his cousin. Yikes. What's it? Yeah, he's the king. But do I want a documentary about that shit? I don't necessarily no. need a documentary for everything. I don't. I don't want a documentary. I damn sure don't want a docu-series. Don't tell me it's two parts to this shit. It's six parts to this shit. I don't feel like it. Especially because it's old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I am negating <clears throat> anybody's feelings, whatever anybody went through, or your story. As prickly as some shit may be. But I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. That is my firm feeling. Like, I don't care. Why? 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 Why, Oprah, do you have to interview people after the shit is over? It's the business. <laughs> it's ratings. The ratings your business homies, is for real. Dog. Oprah is the queen of ratings. She knows how to get ratings. So she's doing, that's business. I want to look up the numbers that it did. They're, they're the, I didn't watch it. I thought you watched it. Did you lie? <laughs> I feel like you said you watched it. <laughs> I said I would. I did Wow. You got thought, th- he said he got through 30 minutes. I'm like, well, what's the point? <laughs> Dog, because it was... So hold Oh, no. You up. didn't read. I texted him the same he thing said, I texted you. No, I know, <laughs> but I didn't think that meant you didn't watch it. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking annoyed, fellas. <laughs> I am That's two hours you will never get back. See, hold up. This is what I'm talking about. No, fuck that. We were talking about keeping up. that same energy. You see what Daryl did? What about Ray just now? Because we were just coming down he on did, him. He, did, he just he did. did the same he shit did. we talked about. He, he literally cooked it. He was like, you said you watched 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> cool, y'all. Yo. Cool, 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 cool. Yo. I got to speak my truth. I used to be the biggest Michael Jackson fan. My dad would tell stories. He would say Michael Jackson was my babysitter. He would put on... Uh, Moonwalker, 
He turns into the car and shit. Wait, robot. Wasn't this video of you? What you posted on Facebook? Yes, my dad got video. Like doing your own little number. Yeah, yeah. I remember like seven. <laughs> like I used to be a huge Michael Jackson fan, so I do kind of remember some of these allegations as a kid, and I just never even, never cared. Then as an adult, to now see these two boys as adults, knowing that the third one actually committed suicide, these two testified in defense of Michael Jackson saying that this third boy was lying. So, are you lying now? Were you lying then? What's the truth? What's that? Why did the boy really commit credibility. Your parents are still, um, the parents are on the documentary. Why your parents just seem so jovial? So they were so highlights. jovial. I seen It highlights. was strange. Like they were happy to, to be there. It was, they were. They were just like they were happy to be there then. They were happy. It was one of the guys, I don't remember, I don't remember the names. One of them was, Wade, another one was. I remember Wade from uh, boy from uh, the, the B2K movie. He was you oh yeah, Wade. That was Wade. definitely was. That Niggas is trash. I served. really wish his life didn't amount to anything. But <laughs> he benefited from it. He did. He like, uh, a famous choreographer. Yeah, he right? did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was, was actually that's how him and Michael got to know then. each other. Yeah, <clears throat> he was a dancer but, from um, Australia. So the other guy, at one point, he's talking about how Mike used to give him. Jewelry for like certain sexual. He caught all his memento. That's I seen that part. But he you kept, kept rings. them, and he like as he's holding one of them, he's like, I don't children. even like revisiting this. But you, kept but you all kept rings. all of them. Really? Yes. You he kept like he had like this really nice little jewelry box and has all this jewelry in it, and he's like, I got this because of um. This was like our wedding ring. Yeah, this is we now had. Now I heard this whole we got wedding. married type yeah. of thing. But he had. All of the jewelry, like all of it, he's, as he's holding it, he's talking about how it's so painful yeah, for him to go back to that place. Yeah, that would be a trigger. Place. Right, you but know, you, like you, it's but a you bring trigger, it. but, but you, you bring it. have it. It's like, you hawk that shit, you pawn that. One of the families, one of the boys, Mike, bought, the boy, same boy that has the jewelry, Michael Jackson, like loaned them money to buy a house and then forgave the loan. Yeah, so okay, he I heard that So he in my one. house. The other ones, Michael, um... So, uh, flew them out. Like, the mom left her family <coughs> with Wade. It's Wade's mom. Left her family to come to America because they were from Australia. To come to America because she wanted Wade to blow up. I mean, it paid off. Obviously, he was in You Got Served, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the pinnacle of all heights, right? But, uh, <laughs> height of but, heights. <laughs> Talk about wait. She like left her family, and her husband was actually like just got diagnosed with a bipolar disorder, and she left. Is this the in one the that killed midst herself? Of all that. The, no, no, the no. The one that killed herself. Yeah, some father killed herself. That was the. the it might have been. That was way. Uh, no, it wasn't way dead. It was the other family, I think. Because you didn't see their dads in the documentary. No, like never did you see their fathers. You saw their mothers, but never their fathers. And then one of the mothers, if I can remember right, was. Hanging with Michael Jackson by herself too. Yeah, like, they so and the, that's what's so interesting to me as well because the mothers continuously said he was just like a son to me. He was just like the way that his mannerisms, everything reminded me of one of my children. He was a son to me. Um, they used to the fax other guy, back and forth. Yeah, right? the, one of them because they lived in California, so they were near Neverland, and Michael Jackson would come to their house and literally spend a night at their no, little yeah, house, and he would just be like. Be there. He would just be there, and that's just how it was. He Come had a relationship with the kid, but he also had a relationship with the moms. Mm-hmm. But the boys are saying that he will often say, moms are evil. 
moms are the worst people that you could ever meet. Don't listen to your mother. She doesn't care about you. Not like I care about you. But they would see him actively talking to their their mothers all the time, like really engaging with them and giving them energy. It was all in all a waste of time. Um, it was a big waste but, of time. But, uh... I hope HBO's like a real financial hit for this. I really Game do. Of like, it's drop next like... month, bro. It don't fucking matter. They yeah, about that's it. Everything is going to change. HBO, HBO is in a win-win situation. They are not losing. You already know what? American Gods? American Gods. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see it yet. All right, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, damn. I'm so excited. Because right, <laughs> so, knew that was about to be the next thing I'm like, I American Gods came back. Yes. So, but I was watching Game of Thrones earlier today so I can get caught up to uh, before this shit starts. Yeah, I got to watch. But I was like, fuck, I got to go watch American Gods. So, yeah, that show... I was, I'm so glad I watched that because it took me the longest to do it. But now I'm like, yo, I'm about well, to take a That's how people are work. about Game yeah. of Thrones. But I was the same way. I didn't want to do it. Yo, is Taboo coming back? I'm sorry for, for this. Uh, is Taboo coming back? It's supposed to. I don't know what Taboo is. I heard it was supposed to come back in you January like, 2019. Oh, you like the boy Hardy, Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Yes. It's his That's show him. on FX or TNT? FX. One of them. It was what on is FX. it? I heard they changed the network. Psychology can diagnose him and think he like, he was probably trapped as a child based on experiences. Mm-hmm. Based Absolutely, on abuse, based right? On yeah, and that's, what, one of, that's sure. what the mother said. That's what they said. They were like, if you know 
you know, he's he never had a shower, so he's stuck there. Like, that's mm-hmm. where he is. We can they said that. they chemically castrated him. Yeah. So that he could keep his soft voice. But I heard his real voice is like Prince. They both got some deep ass voices. Yeah, yeah, I was getting ready to say that. I heard his voice is deep I've as hell. I've heard his real voice. His voice is deep. It's deep as hell. That's interesting. Prince voice. got a deep ass voice yeah, too. He did. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, but Prince, Prince ain't never disguised his voice. So his music kind of suggests until he went into falsetto. Mm-hmm. But his music, mm-hmm. you can hear. But his a lot deep of his stuff was. Uh, well, yeah, you can hear it in his music. But a lot of his stuff was falsetto. He like Maxwell. Well, Maxwell's yeah. like him, I should say. That part. So, what do you guys <laughs> think about um, the argument that they are killing black men who are trying to do things like? Get the rights to their music back or buy uh, CBS, yes. i.e. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby killed Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson apparently leaves a voice message or message saying they're going to try to kill me because he bored Sony. Sony's uh, publishing. Yeah, uh, Prince was apparently Prince trying to buy the rights to his music his back. So what, what the we what? saw. We watched Sam Cooke documentary to kill him. That's hey, that's, hey, that's hey. <clears throat> exactly where I was and going. Michael Jackson and Prince overdose. Mm. Prince Listen. overdosing was like, I don't know. Like, I mean, he looks like a guy that does all types of drugs. Sure. Like, he just seems the, like sure. it, right? But, but, but he seems he well within his mind to know how to do drugs right. as well. He's like, because we're talking about he's in his fifties. He's been doing shit for a long time. I, I'm Look with at these hardcore rock stars. There you go. <laughs> I'm with DL Hughley's uh, motherfucking energy. He like, you mean to tell me Michael Jackson and Prince overdosed, but Bobby Brown survived? Sure. Like, these are known drug abusers. And you mean to tell me these guys that... Now, don't get me wrong, but people do in silence and they mm-hmm. don't, you don't never know. But at the same time, I am open to conspiracies. To this conspiracy. I'm open to bit. conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that there is some grander scheme. Now, do I know that Michael Jackson was killed? Prince was killed? I don't know these things. Do I think there's a possibility? Absolutely. Whenever we've seen... Sam Cooke documentary gave me life. It was whenever so we see, good. wasn't it? It was. So I, I never knew that I didn't know so much. Me right, either. I didn't know nothing about him. Honestly, I knew a change gonna come. I think I made I, a new three songs. Yeah, me too. You find out he is. Kinda you put him in the same conversations as the Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and you say, "Whoa!" Because you got the Harry Belafonte. You got the people that were outspoken in music, mm-hmm. but weren't like you know Barry Gordy. Like these were pillars. Sam Cooke was off to the side because he had got it. I think maybe because the mainstream audience accepted him a little sooner. Mm-hmm. So they said he was Barry Gordy before Barry Gordy because yeah. he was starting his own label. Right. He was educating himself on the business, and then that documentary. I want to be clear. To him. I was here for that documentary. I'll take those all day, yeah, every day. Absolutely. Not this weird shit. This yeah, I'll take his historically significant like documentary. Yeah. I feel like every day, twice on Sunday. These yeah. companies are in a space where they gotta compete. Bottom line, like all these networks, these TV networks, Netflix is changing the game. Like all of the shit, all the streaming shit is changing the game. So everybody is trying to get eyes. Everybody's right. doing what it takes to get content. You mentioned Michael Jackson and the documentary about Michael Jackson. People love and revere Michael Jackson. People Did you come. Pour me more wine. Yeah. Thanks. I was about to say you ain't peep. I, I did that really shit a, a legit <laughs> twenty I was minutes like, ago. Damn, I swear I was about to do that. <laughs> like I had a swig left. Nigga, where this shit come from? 
Sorry, continue. See, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna stay on this. See, that's what happens when you drinking with a chick and shit. She don't even know her glass never went empty the whole time. She just be drinking all night. Next thing you know, boop. It's like no. But anyway, whoa. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I'm not suggesting not subscribing anything. Subscribing to that. But super rapey. I didn't dog. know it was rapey. Mad rapey. <laughs> you Go said ahead. what? Mad rapey. <laughs> But anyway, these companies are competing for these ratings. So they got to do something to get eyes. And I feel like that was just a shot. And like I said, Oprah, Oprah is like Miss Ratings herself. So it makes, it all that shit makes sense. You say Oprah's involved, her following, you got Michael Jackson, everybody. Did you see the meme they posted with all these pictures of Oprah and Mike, Michael Jackson? And then uh, it was like, it'd oh, be all friends. I know. People was petty. <laughs> they were so I don't even know what, and like, what drove her to do that shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't even been compelled to even entertain it just because he's passed on now, t- going on ten years. So it's this ten year anniversary of his death. Why in would July? We, yeah, yeah. Why would we be dragging this man now? And like I said, we're we're going to do that post mortem. We got a lot of people we can bring back from the dead, fam. That we can do documentaries on, fam. But I don't. I just don't that do that, done though. Some horrendous shit to people that are living today. Let's not. Let's not do I, that. I, I would rather not too. But I'm just. I don't live in that. But also, world. it's an energy thing for me, dog. Like, why are we? Is this the energy we want to sit here? Like, is this the energy we want to sit in this fucked up shit that that happened so long ago, and we we don't have enough fucked up energy surrounding us at the moment that we say ah. Let's pull this old fucked up shit back. Like I don't, I don't get it from that standpoint. Why are we, why are we doing this? Like, what is, what's the point of it? Do we really like, um, I don't know, like fucked up energy that much? Is it really? Negativity are we really at that? Is negative? Are we really that attracted to it? Negativity or, is the new sex. Yeah, because. Oh. What it, if if you see how bad somebody's life is, it makes your life feel better. Because mm-hmm. people that. are people are, are looking at everybody's life like it's perfect, and that's that's the issue with social media. Like when I hear people having these uh, social media depressions, I don't have it. I don't get it because I don't follow a bunch of people that are living. What's this a life. social media depression? Because people are following celebrities and people who are constantly posting on vacation. Meanwhile, this picture is from months ago, but people are posting these lavish mm-hmm. lifestyles. And meanwhile, you're at home depressed by yourself. I was listening to some interview, and this guy was like, well, really, honestly, I find myself on my phone when I'm lonely. And I found that interesting because I'm like, I don't get on my phone because I'm lonely. So you're really going on your phone, going on social media, looking for a relationship, not necessarily a tangible relationship, a person, but just looking for relationships, Mm -hmm. looking for how I can be, looking for how I should be living depressing yourself really because I'm here bored and lonely this person's posting a picture with a flick with all their friends and they're always out having a good time you're creating envy you're depressing yourself negativity all that stuff sells and nobody's worried about themselves so I it it makes sense why it's so attractive to me but I don't like that it's attractive I don't like that it's attractive we it's weird like I'm attracted to dark things 
but dark things don't necessarily mean negative things. Mm-hmm. It's just something that needs to be figured out a little bit more. I completely subscribe to what you just said. Yeah. I dark don't think things it... do not necessarily mean negative things. Mm-hmm. I'm also into dark things. Dark things to taboo. me means mystery. Taboo. Very it's a dark. mystery. Like, if that's it. So it's going to take my mind on a fucking ride. And this negativity doesn't take my mind. It halts my mind and says, oh, you're going to be stagnant. You're going to sit in this fucked up place for a long time. I don't want to do that. That's not what's up. It's not lit. Like, I would rather... I would rather just exist somewhere else. I don't want to exist in this negative space because it doesn't leave room for me to grow. It, it, it halts my growth. It stunts my growth. It doesn't do anything, but that's the hook right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. There you go. There you go. You like it or you dislike it, you're going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <clears throat> no, some people would. Though. Definitely some people are. <clears throat> that's some why people we have be, all the reality TV shows. Some people wake up like, what can I be upset about today? Oh, my God. Those what people can I be outraged about make today? me feel, like, I don't understand them. Why are you so excited to be upset? Like, why do you look for shit to piss you off? Like, I can understand how anger drives a person. Anger can sometimes sure. be a catalyst for things. I, I can see that. But you're not even really angry. You fake angry about yeah, this that's shit. What I'm saying. You're not even really upset. Like You're manifesting you're, so, That's what I'm saying. Like you're, you're, right. It's a strategy. This is more of a just a, a part of your life. Bizarre. Whatever. I don't I, understand it. I, I, I like the idea that, you know, if you do show a balance of so some good some bad mm-hmm. that way people don't feel like their life is as fucked up as it is I get that part of it but sometimes dragging <coughs> some shit through the mud dragging and knowing how to get people eyes on that shit and then using that as a I don't know a way to make money on it that's what it is to me mm-hmm. like on the back end of all this shit motherfuckers trying to make some bread or else why would you do it like you making it seem like you're, it's like a, a I guess a a, a, a good hearted endeavor give people a platform to tell their story but at the in the back and like the surviving R. Kelly shit it looked like a good endeavor because it gave these women a face it allowed them to tell their story give their testimony and I get that only people that benefited from it were the network yep The that's why they're making new ones so they can benefit some more because there's going to be new ones there's more to come it's definitely more because we expect the Woody Allen Woody Allen one or whatever whoever else I don't know it's plenty of we live in the Me Too era fam Oh, speaking of living in the Me Too era, can I ask one question? This is off the subject like uh, a motherfucker. Me too. How do y'all feel about the Bob Craig? <laughs> How do y'all feel about Bob Craig? Oh, yes. I would, yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to get my two cents on this. You don't know who Bob Craig So is. Bob Craig is the owner of the New England Patriots. Uh, billionaire? Mm-hmm. At least hundreds of millions of dollars. Multi-billionaire. He is one of multiple million and billionaires who was uh, <laughs> being charged with soliciting prostitution. In a Florida, you can call it bathhouse, massage parlor, whatever you want to call it. The sucky sucky. Uh, sucky sucky rub and tug, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. His happy he got court. They got him on video. <laughs> and he's apparently, he's not even the richest guy, but he's probably the most notable. People recognize him or know his name. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they're they publicizing him. But it's obviously. It's a picture of the owner and Trump. Yep. They're talking about <laughs> other billionaires and millionaires being there too. They fucking so he got up. court. The, the bigger issue is most of these women, if not all of these women, Sex are trafficked. 
prostitutes. Yeah. Sex slaves. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, okay, prostitution? Yeah. What the fuck? But these women, care. these are women who were promised a better life in America, and then they had okay. their passport well, stolen. Now they're living. Because the way they this place was identified is like a health worker or somebody went in there, and they noticed that it looked like people were living in there. So they called, police investigated, and busted Robert Kraft. Not Robert Kraft. They busted the owner, but I think they got video of Robert Kraft. Yeah, they got video of him. My take? Your take? Your take? You got a take? I got a take. Go ahead. I do not, and I feel bad saying this, I don't feel like Robert Kraft or any of these guys should be charged with anything. Me either. Unless I knew... And you can prove I knew. That's what I was gonna say. That these women were being trafficked. I think we're probably all gonna be Listen, on the same page here. Can a billionaire buy pussy anymore? Like, at the end of the day, we live in a Me Too era. We got two consenting adults having an exchange or transaction between each other. One of the presidential candidates is saying, "Yeah, let's legalize prostitution." I'm here for that. I'm, I'm cool fine with that. With that. I, I think mean, not that I think legal. I want a prostitute on every corner, but I think a woman or man, because we know men do it too. I think a person that is willing. To have sex for money, that's their choice. We right? call this a Isn't free market, right? It's a capitalism. It's capitalism. Capitalism. It's a free market. I got money right it, here. Pussy issue, is a hot commodity in these streets. The Last time I checked, it's never going it's out of not style. Legal, so the government isn't making money off of it. But why not just legalize it? That's going to like be a detriment to prostitutes and you know brothel owners and things like that because they don't taxes? have to be. It's taxes. <laughs> But I don't um, think I should have to pay taxes on not on my pussy. Yeah. On my why <laughs> not? Fucked up. Duh. No, I understand. I agree. But why not? Like, so why not? We live in, well, in America. Why not? If, if I personally train somebody, it's me doing me doing the service, and I gotta probably have to. I would have to. Pay I don't tax know. Then again, athletes gotta pay taxes, and they make money off their. Yeah, abilities. yeah. So then I guess I can. It's right, a cool. service. So, but still. Okay, I can understand. Anyway, taxable services make, are taxable. make it legal. I just kind of feel like it's wrong. <laughs> you can't tax the pussy. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to wax the pussy, not tax the I'm pussy. Charged, she's charging $100 <laughs> a pop. I got to give you 20 bucks each person. Uh, you sound like a pimp. Yeah. Well, pimp taking more than that. I ain't going to lie to them. They legalize it. The price of yams going up. Got to yeah. be. They got to pay taxes. So yeah. you know the price is going up, and that's, that's going to be detrimental to the prostitution industry. I don't yeah. think so. Niggas ain't. Listen. That little bean, beanie pop ain't a, ain't a problem. Robert Kraft You start to get the two two fifty. That shit. I'm oh, talking about for the average man. Ain't. You start to get the two two fifty. Niggas like, oh, I don't know. Like, I I'd rather beat my meat. You know what I'm saying? I would rather beat my meat. Two fifty. Two fifty. That's a lot. <laughs> like, beanie pop, bean and a half, and nigga gonna think about that. You get to the two hundreds, two fifty. Average man like, I don't know. I can't do it, honey. <laughs> like I, I can, I guess I gotta fuck the wife. <laughs> Cause that, yo, I mean, why y'all think prostitution so popular? Cause everybody got married. She willing to do what your wife won't do. Prostitution wouldn't be thriving. I ain't gonna blame women. Another time. Well, I'm not uh, blaming women. No, nah, I look like she was about to get. No, 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 no. It was the, so the conversation that I had that like we um. I asked y'all the question earlier. It was so much that went into this conversation. So, um, this guy that knows it, he's like an antagonist, so, so he likes to get me fired the fuck up. So, we'll just say she just be like, you son of a bitch, I should stab you right now. But he likes it. That's funny. So, he um, was talking about women and how 
we can't do the things that men do. Like, to have a woman that has, that's willing to do all this sexual shit, he's like, uh, I don't want that. That's for my side bitch. Like, I don't want my lady to do shit like that. And it was like. It don't make sense. It's the, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't understand, so I'm trying to understand. Right, I'm me, like, what explain. are you. So, a man, it's ego. That's all it is. So, a, a dude wants to believe that his wife is clean, pristine, not willing to do anything. Is know, that still the case? Because he needs that security yes, in order to. Yes, it really is. Yes, because it's niggas need that security. <clears throat> niggas need that security in order to commit to a chick sometimes. Like, he feel like if she's willing, if she's basically a slut, she's willing to be promiscuous. Like With they, me? People equate, wait, wait, no. wait, 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 people, wait, wait, wait. That's a false equivalency. That's a false equivalency, but God, niggas make no, that No, but I'm, I'm just thinking the whole, if she's willing to be a slut issue. So me, willing me, exactly. I'm your, I am for you, nigga. I'm willing to go to the depths of wherever niggas you want me to that go. Shit. It's a false equivalency. Niggas equate that shit to promiscuity. I'm telling you now. Niggas. That means I'm gonna get all the games I want. I don't have to. I don't. I don't. But so that so in this conversation, niggas I'm want like, the good girl. Okay, so niggas want the good girl. I know a lot of good girls and some freaks. Bitch about wanting a woman to do whatever, give you whatever, and then I say you can have it all, and you say, uh, I don't want it from you. Right. So is it really about no. you not being able to find what you want or is it about you just having that other thing? Be- I don't understand <clears throat> it. The connotation is that girls that do certain things are sluts and sluts, you know, slut shame. Bizarre. So, so weird. And, 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 and if you want to say that, it makes no sense. I don't agree with None. it, but I'm just telling you why I just think, don't understand why you would want yeah. I don't know why. Guys, tell you how niggas think, and they be like, you, just understand. You, no, I don't. No, I don't, no, I don't agree with it. I, I don't understand don't why you would want that. a side chick. What's the point of having a side chick? That, if you got a bitch, if, if I have two whatever. women, whatever, and one is my wife is willing to do damn near anything, and I got a side chick who's willing to do damn near anything, but I don't want my wife to damn do damn near anything because I want her to stay clean and pristine. I want to look at her with. Love and respect. I'm gonna Pedestals. throw Weird shit on. Shit. It's the dumbest it. thing ever. But now I gotta work. I got not. Well, yeah, it's work to have a side chick. I gotta work around. I gotta hide. I gotta. But my wife is willing to do all the wild get stuff. It. I don't like, understand. It was a bizarre conversation. So how I feel is niggas don't know what the fuck they want half the time. So in order to be comfortable, of course, you, niggas would be like. I want the girl that I'll be able to trust easily without the most complication. If uh, if a, a chick that's freaky that had all that's a complication. That's, I'm just, what type of weird shit is going get, on in the world? I'm trying to get into their logic, but that's how I feel that they think. No, I, I agree. No, I, I, I that's how I, feel I they think. absolutely agree. So we're getting deeper into this conversation. I'm like, so. He's he's like women should they can't do what men do like you can't just go around sleeping around women are up here and they gotta be up here and that's just where they exist they're on a pedestal and I said lit cool women did not ask for the pedestal like that pedestal we didn't ask for so there's this space right on this pedestal it's not as but so much space so I was like listen cool we're on the pedestal we'll be there 
but what are you doing to make that a comfortable space for a woman to exist? Because I don't have a lot of space. I don't have the same space you have on this pedestal. What are you doing? What are you supposed to do? I provide. I, I'm faithful. <coughs> you know, I take care of home. I make sure you're good. Hold on, that sounds so like a I said, Yeah. Then he just said he needed a bitch to do all the shit his wife won't do. Ridiculous. So, I said, okay. Alright. Okay, that's what you need to do. Because I was like, what, what has to happen for the cogs on this machine that you're trying to create to continue going so it continue being a machine? Like, what is it? And these are the things he listed. I know this guy. I said, so, he, he's in a relationship. I said, so you doing that? That's what you, because this is what you want. Is that what you're giving your lady? It's like, Shay, fuck no. Obviously, you know I'm not doing that dumb shit. Then I don't, I'm back at square one with you, fam. I don't understand what you're trying to, how you expect this to all work in your favor if you're not willing to do this shit. Now, I don't want, I honestly don't, I will tell any guy Upon meeting him, don't put me on no fucking pedestal, fam, because now you put me in a space that I'm I'm above human level. And I'm flawed. I'm fucking flawed. I'm going to do dumb shit. I'm going to fuck up on the ride just as you are, but you making it so I can't. And the moment I do the slightest thing that's fucked up, you're like, oh, God, you're the worst person yeah. ever. No, nigga. You don't put the pussy shit. on the pedestal. Don't o- do it. Owen has been saying that shit since the beginning of the time. He's put himself just, in a situation where he can excuse his behavior. His shortcomings. Exactly. Exactly. He's mm. like not getting it. So I'm like, so at one point in the conversation, I'm just like, you got it. No, you're right. You're right. He's like, don't do that shit. I really want to talk to you about it. I said, you don't. You, not, you don't couldn't want to talk to me you about want it. want me to agree yeah. with your saying. And now I am. And now you have a problem with it again. I don't even Because he knows not right. That, that's the only reason he like, I know you don't agree because he know that shit is bullshit. So why so are it's just like, like what, what the fuck? But he, you know, niggas need to justify how he feels sometimes. Mm-hmm. So he's just trying to that's, figure and that everybody, shit out. And everybody, honestly, so. everybody is justified in their own minds. And I Absolutely. understand it. But that doesn't mean you're justified in mine. Absolutely not. A murderer is justified for killing a fucking family of 10 because they felt like they, like, looked at them funny when they were at the park and he was by himself. <laughs> he's justified. In his mind, he he's is justified. justified for those kills. Does not mean the courts are going to say you're justified. You know what I'm saying? But I get that everybody's justified in their own mind, but you trying to make me say you justify, it doesn't make sense. I can't do that. Like, I Nobody, can't give you that. Nobody's going to disagree with that. It was weird. It was weird as shit. Like I said, niggas don't know what they want. Like, yeah, of course. As you have gotten to the point where it's just like, no, I need some girl that can match, somebody that can match me sexually. That's for men and women. You just want somebody that's going to give you that experience that you feel like, I can't, where else am I going? Like, I got it all at home. Some Isn't motherfuckers. That dream? Some motherfuckers. That was like the goal. In order. Not. No, because motherfuckers want to escape accountability, know. too. Like, that sounds like a backhanded way to do that. It's like, I'm doing this because she don't do X, mm-hmm. Y, Z, Y, Z, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Like, just, just say, yo. I'm a piece of shit, and I or not even say you're a piece of shit. I just like to sleep with multiple people. It doesn't mean, and that's just the my thing. thing. That's a, I like variety. That's just be honest. If you Ooh. get oh, taking ownership, taking ownership in those type of conversations would alleviate you the stress of having to explain so much shit to people. 
the reason we gotta come up with all these justifications for our behavior is because motherfuckers ain't owning shit and saying, yo, honestly, I like light skin, dark skin, Chinese, Korean, Indian, Puerto Rican. So I keep a, a, a stash of women just because, you know, international. Just because, you know, international. I mean, <laughs> but it works. Motherfucker, like, yo, you wild, but cool. It works. I feel like cool. in a lot of conversations that I've had with men, because I like have these conversations with men all the time because I'm so intrigued by the mind of the man. Like, it's so intriguing Don't to put me. the dick on the pedestal, Shay. I don't. <laughs> the dick in the mind of, I will put the mind of a man on the pedestal, not no, the dick. No, I'm just it's calling different. a man a dick. Oh, God, don't do that. Don't minimalize the man. But um, I'll have these conversations, and I'll, I like, I try to figure out, like, what, what does it all mean? Like, why are you doing this? What is your, what's the whole thing here? Like, why are you the way that you are? Help me understand. They're like, because, like, uh. <laughs> Hold on, what's that? That's, that's the, is that the modern man? That's literally what men have said to me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we answer your questions. Y'all do, y'all Hold answer my questions. We, I, yeah, I feel like even when we on bullshit, I feel like we give a thorough Y'all do, and that's why I appreciate y'all so much because y'all are open and y'all are honest and y'all give me Y'all give me the dialogue that I need. Like, I'll have these conversations with niggas that can't necessarily give me the dialogue, and they're like, ugh. It's <laughs> like, literally what I hear. Like, it's a Charlie Brown scene. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, I don't get it. Yikes. Seriously. Yeah. But, I don't know. What were you talking about? What was the, where were we at? Originally, like, what was our Yeah, topic? we got to get back to the topics. Yeah, we're going like to we... skip on. We done talked about the topic. It was the documentary. Neverlands, we talked about the documentary. Yeah. We talked about R. Kelly. What was the next one? Parenting. Parenting. All right, this is the civilized portion of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got all the ratchet shit out. Now we civilized. So, what did you take from your parents in raising your own children? How did your parents' parenting impact how you parent? Um, I feel like I took a lot from my parents, honestly. My dad was all, when we were younger, he was very, very mindful of where our minds were surrounding financial shit and, like, material shit. It was always, you don't need that. I'm not buying that for you. You can buy it for yourself, but it's dumb if you do kind of thing. Because he never wanted us to be like, oh, I need it because everybody else has it. Like, I got to sure. get it, you know? So he was constantly that way. I remember one time my mom bought us all these, like, trench leather blue coats. My dad pitched a bitch about it. Like, he was like, what? they're fucking kids. Why do you need leather coats? And it's, you're not going to pass it down to anybody because it's just the three of them. Like, why did you do it? I was like, Guys, those leather coats didn't even want to sell, and I feel like they would look cute at them. Don't tell my dad you bought some shit because it looked cute. Dumb. Amen. He like, sound like me, to be honest with you. Amen. One hundred percent like I sound right now, all the time. So don't do that shit. But he also, um, <laughs> I mean, my parents beat responsibility into our heads like constantly, constantly, and I 
I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to like really beat it into Mickey's head with her having this little business that she has of her lip line. So she'll want to go and play. And I'm like, babe, you got orders to fill. <laughs> Sorry. Chalk the play up. You have shit to do. You have a business. It's not mommy's job. It's your job. You got to get it done. She's like, oh, I want to play. And I just hope that at some point she like understands why I'm doing this shit because you literally just don't know. They'll look at you like you're a fucking idiot for <laughs> making them do shit because they just don't understand at this age. They don't get why you're behaving the way that you're behaving. They think that you're the most bizarre person on the planet for the most part. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. You kind of just got to be like, I roll with it. Oh, hope they get it one that. day. You know, you just got to eat it. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I think my parenting style is, I have a, I don't have, I don't know what my dad's parenting style is, to be honest with you, but as far as my mom, I have characteristics of my dad, but it's just not his parenting style, just like the type of person I am. Mm -hmm. But as far as my mom goes, like, I think by the time I became a full parent, it was, I was old enough to where as though I established my individual values a little bit more and realized, so it was like a give or take. Like, give and take. Like, you take some pieces of her and throw some shit away. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And try to put your spin on it to, to convince yourself that you're improving upon something. Right. So, I think, I just had my mom character as far as being, like, the laid-back parent sometimes. The the person that's kind of trying to allow my kids to discover who they are and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, I try not to get into their business too much, even though they tell me every fucking thing anyway. That's that they why, want though. me to know. But I literally let them discover who they are, and I don't really do that. But I'm also like my mom, whereas though, you know, tidiness and shit like that, like your manners, mm-hmm. like certain values that I just feel like got me to a certain place that I mm-hmm. got from my, my mom or my parents, and that I just pass on to them. But as far as like, you know, cultivating that individuality and shit like that, and teaching them about new shit and being hands on with them in certain ways, like, well, I was very self-sufficient, like, in my education as a kid, so my mom didn't really have to hover over. Like, she didn't, she was not the hover parent. Like, she literally let me do what the fuck I wanted to do unless I got some shit to fan. And mm-hmm. then, you know what I'm saying? And a big part of my child, uh, a big time of my childhood was fragmented. So it's just, like, the, the ideas that I bring to parents in is kind of because of them. Mm-hmm. So it's not really what they did but it's just like because they did what they did now I can do it this way and I feel like it's working but I don't know right. but I'm like your dad in a lot of ways I'm frugal Freddy than a motherfucker if I'm I'm asking if you want to buy something I'm going to ask why that's my dad to this day and it's really crazy I'm, I'm frugal Freddy I have a reputation in the family right now everybody like listen Ray ain't never got no money it's like yeah Long as long as I ain't got no money, I ain't got to worry about you asking me for yep. shit. Trust. And furthermore, yep. long as, far as you're <laughs> concerned, I ain't never got no money. <laughs> exactly. As far as you, it ain't none of your fucking business how much money I got. I tell my mom all the time, you check chatter like a food inspector. Like you want to know everybody got. Not really to get nothing from you though. She just want to know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, back up. <laughs> like, back up. You know what I mean? But I'm also identifying certain things that about me are that are broken. You know what I'm saying? Like. Cause I'm aware in that way now, so it's mm-hmm. just like I'm trying to bring that shit back. Like, all right, I, I gotta tighten up. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't care about a lot of certain shit that people care about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I was told to stay in the child's place a lot as a kid because we had grown issues going on, adult issues. So, a lot of that pushed me into the background towards though I observe everything, and I pay. I purposely don't pay attention sometimes so I can not be affected by shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> I know what to do. And staying in a child's place made me minimize my pain. Because mm-hmm. I felt like if I had to stay in a child's place, my pain wouldn't be welcome. Even if I had one. So I don't over like I don't overshare my pain. I still still to this day, if a motherfucker is sitting here trying to convince me of something, it's not that you're convincing me. I just don't I'm not gonna talk to you about it. I don't give a fuck. Like right. you got your opinion, I got mine. And I can walk away with that. But some people have to get their opinion out. Some people are not going to let it pass without getting their opinion out there. I don't care enough to do that. Mm -hmm. And in certain instances, that has hindered me. But I hearken that back to being told to stay in a child's place sometimes. Whereas I would give my opinion and just be like, stay in place, like whatever. And I'm not saying I let other adults tell me to stay in my place. But it's more so I don't overshare. My opinion so long has just been kept to myself that sharing them for me is not normal. You know what I'm saying? For me, I take, more than I probably realize, I take a lot from my parents. One thing my dad was real big on was sayings. Uh, Excuses are the tools of the weak and incompetent. Uh, uh, Closed mouth don't get fed. All all the sayings you can think of, my dad had them. So I'm big on sayings. And the only reason why I'm big on sayings is because I remember the vast majority of sayings he would say to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, my kids will hold on to this. And I'm looking for the things that my kids will hold on to. Other thing that I get from my dad is like respect. For him, it was you going to look at me in my eyes. So it's the same thing I teach to my kids. Like, you going to look at me in my eyes. You're not looking at me. I don't think you're listening to me. I take it as disrespect. We got another issue on top of the issue that we you getting this lecture about right now. Other thing I get from my parents is education. I probably get from my parents is education. Like like you, my parents were not hoverers over homework. I am a hoverer over homework. But that's because I really am like, I want a certain, I have a high expectations for academic performance. Now for me, I feel like I'm lucky. My life put me in a place where I had served in a parent, parenting capacity, taught parenting classes, deal with other people's kids. So by the time I got my own, I had some ideas on how I wanted to be as a parent because I had already experimented on other people's kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like an uncle. With, with the, you, when you're an uncle or aunt first, you get a lot of experimentation. You're like, all right, now you kind of... Nah, that's a, that's a sure. That, yeah. That was my life too. And so that respect, that education. One thing, another thing is my parents had no problem, hesitation telling me that they loved me. So in this house, you hear, I love you all the time. I love you in the morning. I love you before bed. At minimum, you're going to hear it at least two times a day. I love you. And you're getting hugs and you're getting kisses all the time. We are team no space. My kid's always on top of me, always on me, always touch me, always got a, feet, a foot on me, especially one of my daughters. She always want to have her foot on me. That comes from my family. We weren't necessarily the physical Always a hug. I could always get a hug from my dad. Some of the best hugs I'd ever get was from my dad. But definitely the constant telling of love and then that physical affection. From my mom, I get the health. Like, my mom wasn't afraid to talk to me about health, about sex. 
my mom was a, is a RN, so she had the book. She would show me the pictures. So that kind of inspired me to talk to my kids what could be considered relatively early about sex because I want them to know these things. I want them to understand. Never had my daughters ever say purse, cookie, treasure, and that bullshit. You have a vagina. I break it down to them. This is a clitoris. This is where the... You actually ask most girls how many holes they have in that area, they will say one. They don't know that the pee comes out of another hole. So it's conversations that I have, and then all that all comes from my mom. And another thing, like a kind of pet peeve, is like nails. My mom had a thing about nails. If my nails weren't cut right, my toenails weren't cut. Uh, she gonna be mad if I get it wrong. Toenails supposed to be cut straight. Fingernails supposed to be cut on the curve. And there better not be no dirt under your nail. That's why you will literally see me all the time cleaning under my nail. That come from my mom. I'll stay cleaning under my nails. When I see my kids with dirty nails, I got to grab their finger and I'm taking my nail to take the dirt out there. Now that all come from my mom. I think more than I probably realized from my parents. I, I do a lot of stuff that. that my parents don't do, didn't do. The communication, uh, like like you were saying, keep staying in the child's place. I don't think I'll ever say anything like that. I actually encourage my kids to, to talk. I think we're in a different era where that's like a thing. Like people are, because I, I always encourage Mickey to be who she is. But also I try to like, Meter, you know, yeah, I, my mom <laughs> was is not an emotional person, like just not her forte. And when I was a child, when I was a teenager, y'all know I was emotional as shit. <laughs> like it was just my platform was emotion. I remember one time my mom literally saying to me, "I just, I don't know what to do with you." Like, I don't, literally, I'm crying my eyes out about some dumb shit. And she's like, I just don't know what to do. And my dad would always let me cry on his shoulder and, like, just exhaust all the emotion that I had. But my mom was never that way. Now, I find myself being more and more like my mom in that way now. But I'll never, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine saying to Mickey, I don't know what to do with you. Like her, she, but she's also not a very emotional kid. She's emotional, but not like how I was irrationally emotional. Her emotion has rationale to it. It's always like I'm crying because of this, and she can pinpoint exactly why she's upset. And I'm like, oh shit, all right, yeah, no, I, I would be upset too. Like I feel that, and it's that's what it is. But I don't. I know that that came from my mom oftentimes just really not understanding me like she just didn't understand why are you so emotional I don't understand why you're so emotional but that came from her childhood as well and something that she had to go through to get her to that space but and her being that way I made sure that I wasn't that way with Mickey or that hopefully that I won't be because that was more so in my teenage years um but if that's the least of my concerns, honestly, in my daughter's teenage years, I'm lit. Like, I don't, it's, I'm, it's so much shit that can go the fuck wrong mm-hmm. in a kid's teenage years. Yeah. That's why I posed that other question, like, are we fearful of middle school for our kids? Because that's like the, the space where 
you find yourself. Like yeah. you're, you really you are think, in this vulnerable you space. You think you're finding yourself. You think you're finding yourself. Because you know everything, but you don't know shit. You don't know anything, but you're in this space where all these other little beings have the same mindset. Yeah. We're finding ourselves. We're exploring. We're learning. And nobody can tell us anything about anything. And when I say fearful, I don't necessarily mean fearful like, you think they're going to get their ass? I mean, to a degree, I'm like, you think that you kids will get their ass with Blake when they in middle school? Like, how do you think they're going to fare? But also, like, how do you feel you your relationship as a by other kids? Uh, like, middle school is literally a fucking yeah. terror. But for you as a parent in that space, as a parent of a middle school <clears throat> child, it's scary. like, what do you when you think about it? What are your yeah, thoughts? It's scary even thinking about that. The yeah, I just hope my kids share things with me because I didn't tell my parents so much. Neither. So there's so much. It's a lot that I did and had done to me that they didn't know about, and mm-hmm. I just hope because that's where, hopefully, that hopefully it didn't happen before. But that's where the sexual experimentation for me with peers really started. Yeah. Girls was getting breasts. Yeah. Touch some breasts. Like it became. Yeah. I just really hope my kids. That's that. That's that me. tender age of. Puberty. Thinking you, like I said, thinking you feeling like you're making adult decisions mm-hmm. and you don't know shit. And it's just like, it, it wasn't no way. I was one of them kids that was too smart for my own good. I'm sure probably a lot of us are like that. And I knew how to not get caught mm-hmm. behind a lot of shit. So once I figured out, like, I, you come on, you know your parents' patterns. Like, you, you already, you in your full groove. So... <laughs> Being 10 steps yeah, ahead of your parents in certain aspects, kind of, you deceive yourself into believing that everything am, you're doing Am I going right, to be okay with, it? with my kid get away coming with home to an empty house? Because I know what we was doing when we was coming home to an empty house. <laughs> Man. Yo, I don't even want to think about it. it. It's scary. Is it you being okay with it or you... Well, I, I, trusting them enough to make good decisions. Yeah, I'm a and by good decisions, I don't mean like them not having people over. I mean the behavior that happens when they're here. When they're here. So I'm a little more nervous for Aiden than Marley. As far as the... Because he has this world view that everybody's going to be nice to him if he is nice to them. Like mm-hmm. he feels like that's going to be a reciprocal energy. And so I... He's going to encounter people that are just nasty for no reason mm-hmm. or just does things that he can't comprehend because he's like, yo, I'm trying to be your friend. Like, what, yeah. what's up? That's a contradiction of parenting. Like, you have to, for such a long time, you say, oh, the world is full of roses and it's beautiful. We lied to him so long. And right? Then- and then you say, no, I'm telling you, this shit is fucked up. Do not. Well, that's one thing I believe take from what I said you. all this we time. We had them hugging people who are essentially random to them. Yeah. Now you're telling them don't touch nobody, don't trust anybody. Exactly. Like yeah. it's just it's the oxymoronical flow yeah. of parenthood. Absolutely, I agree. It really is. Jeez. Nah, so I don't know. So I stopped all that. You gotta give a hug. You gotta give a kiss. You gotta do all that stuff because no, and I don't do it. Just warm and up. because it's not about that. Like I, you will respect people. Like my daughter will walk into a room and if she's feeling the way, she won't say hi. And I see a little girl. No, I you speak. God. You enter the room. We are gonna teach general manners. Right. It's a it's a thing, stuff. and I take it so personally because That's it. me, Diane, manners. and Davon, when we were younger, to this day, people still be like. But they also accredited my parents with so much because they were so young with three kids. 
and they would just be like, they literally like the most manly kids I've ever met in my life. So Mickey, when she says yeah to me, I'll be like, I'm the same what? way. Excuse what we is a big issue for me? Sorry? No, yeah is an issue, and what yeah, is not even an get, option. I don't get not yeah. an option. I don't get yeah. I get what. It's yes what or no. What makes me say hold it? What makes me like who the? It's fuck anything you other than God. yes when Meanwhile, yes I'm when like, your what? agreement <laughs> is supposed to be your response. Yeah. Check yourself at the door, fam. <laughs> You're, if you say anything to me other than yes, you know you need to correct I'm yourself. Is excuse me, I didn't hear you. Say something. It's a mouthful, isn't it? Say it again. Yep. Excuse me, I didn't hear. Yeah, exactly. I got. They gotta That's say, "What did you say?" Excuse me, I didn't hear you. Can you repeat that, please? I gave him like five options. Yeah. Simple. Mickey will do shit. She'll talk. I feel like my kids this will be Mickey. This will be like, Mickey on, talking to me and the music going in the car. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> this will be Mickey and the music going in the car. Mommy, I need to. What you say, Yo, baby? That I hate. Literally, and I'll say, "What you say, baby?" This is what she does. Mommy. Hey, baby, you need to raise your voice an octave or two. If I say I can't Nigga. hear you, yo, why would you speak at this you level? You are preaching to the choir. Because yes. you know what shit. really pisses me off? Now I gotta point out every sound that's blocking your sound. Excuse yeah. me, the windows down, the radio's on. Do you think I can hear you? No, I don't think you can. Why are you still whispering? Oh my god, <laughs> to me, it's infuriating. She'll be like, "Mommy, why are you yelling?" But you raise your voice for that. Exactly. Why couldn't you the, raise your or, voice when I just need to understand what you're saying? Or when I don't saying. need you to be raising your voice, when I need or, you to be quiet. You, you loud as hell. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, when you want something, you know how to assert your voice and project all of a sudden. You Duh. know what's so crazy? I'm glad I knew this session hell yeah. would ultimately lead to us venting about how annoying our fucking kids I know. <laughs> the, 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 that's exactly what it turns into. Yo, the car thing is really... A trigger for me. Or then Mickey will be. Yo, dog. My shit in the house. For me, it's the car in the, the house. Nigga, in the house, the niggas not in the house. For me, it's the, really the car. If, if the car house, really be the issue. Mickey will be looking at some shit and be like, mommy, look. I say, baby, you don't see me driving? You don't see me? I but, cannot but, turn around. But how bro. many times have I told how you the same times? thing? How many yeah. times? Mickey, I don't understand. She'll get in the car. What does this say? And I look back at her and I say, I'm baby. supposed to. <laughs> you got to do something. Can you wait till we get to a red light? And then a red light will go by and she doesn't want to show me the thing. And then I'm now moving. Mommy, you didn't look. Did you remind you me? Because it wasn't on my radar. Don't even care about it think, to start. You think I'm still worried about this five blocks later? No, I you got to remind me. Oh, my no, God. That we yeah. It's the thing, man. It bothers me so much. It really, I just, I don't understand. You know why it really bothers me? Because I feel myself really getting frustrated. And I'm like, I don't want to get frustrated right now. Not even just right now with you because you're not really actually doing anything bad. Right. You just don't understand. But, but it's like, if it is then now at this point. It's starting to piss me off. I've done this multiple times. I've told you multiple times. You're talking about years of life. I, say, I Yo, cannot turn around. I'm Kevin. Say it with your chest. Like, say it with your fucking chest. Say it like you mean it, nigga. Oh, my God. Like, like I can't. Oh, my goodness. It, it really <sighs> only, only, only time I hear Agreed. what the kids say is when they ask them for something they want. That's when they it. want something, they speak the way the fuck and up. You, but the crazy thing is, Mickey could be asking for something she wants in the car, but she's distracted by something else she's doing in the car. So she's not going to raise her voice. She's just going to be like, Mommy, you said What? What did you just say? You'll hear me. You, Literally, mommy. <laughs> You'll hear me correct my kids is immediately after I walk through your door. Because <laughs> they're coming. My rule is when you walk into somebody's house, you speak to everybody in there, right? They're coming. Hi. 
or you'll just speak so many Oh, Who I the fuck yep. heard that? Mm -hmm. Yep. Speak up so that a, a person can hear that you're Dog, speaking that you're not being rude. The other day, I give Mickey the space to feel how she wants to feel, but in certain situations, you, I, some things override those feelings. So she walked into my aunt's house the other day, and she didn't speak. Me and her just had a little spat. So she gets in the house, and she didn't say hi. I said, babe, you better say hello because I'm still irritated about the shit that we just went through. So I said, you better say hello. She tells me, I don't want to. <laughs> I said, I don't care what you want to do. You walked in somebody's house, you better speak. And she said, hi. Oh, you really want this to be Yeah, why you want Like, you why really you want, want to rumble here right now. I why said, you babe, you be? better change your tone. You better change your tone right now. I said, Hi. That's, I said, that's all I wanted. We didn't even have to go. I didn't have to give you all those instructions. I ain't gonna lie. Our parents didn't give us that many warnings. This shit is new. These it's new. It's very new. Lines, and that be new. the thing, too. It's new. So, my dad would say it one time. It was one time. But you we ain't also understood that one time. My, the kids, our kids today don't get it. So it just be like, because we haven't just hit them with that heat. Boom! Yeah, my the shit that you would get popped upside the head for, like, you know, they, it wasn't kids. even a warning sometimes. Just, just say like, the wrong thing and it was just that quick little Yo. get yourself together. You know, but I felt right, like I'm sorry, I did something wrong, obviously. <laughs> but I felt like it was effective. It was effective. Like they like this new <laughs> this new age is like don't hit your kids, don't hit your kids, don't hit your kids, try not to hit your kids, don't hit your kids. But sometimes you go back to what you know. Sometimes it's like, yo, it's a reflex. I'm not hitting them because I want to hit them. I'm right. hitting them because that's all I know how to do. That's my response. Like, because I'm like, when she, when the first exchange, when she said, hi, I'm like, oh, you slapped the shit out. I was waiting for you to say, I slapped the shit out. Mm. He was like, I warned her again. So it's like, you had to threaten, and I'm dealing with a, a Aries woman or girl. And Marley is like, I feel like she advocates to get her ass whooped. Like, mm. she's pushing to see how far she can go before you beat her ass. So it's like, I'm trying to not have to spank you, but you're putting me in a no-win situation. Like, she literally did everything she could do today to get a spanking. Like, I don't know what part of no, don't you don't understand. <laughs> like, stop doing that that you don't understand. But it's like, Marley, stop. She'll look at you and continue to do it. That's like, the disrespect. She's like, nigga, you're gonna have to make me. She feels like you're disrespectful. By <laughs> asking her, by telling her, her, her dare you yeah. challenge me? How dare you? So it's just like, I, I'm not trying to bring the old school ways into this house, but there was a whole lot of ass whoopings being dished out, and guess what? Kids was on day. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. I'm very happy. But the crazy I'm thing is, I, like, I literally <laughs> can remember maybe three or four ass whoopings in my life. Like, I did it wasn't a part. But I was such a, like, yes, no, yes, uh-huh, okay. Like, all the time. It was rarely. And when I got my ass whooped, it was nine times out of ten. It was a very specific situation where my parents laid out, if one of you does something, I'm whooping all your asses. And that was my ass whooping. Yeah. Like, I just got lumped in with my bros, and days, I had to get my ass whooped. You weren't ratting? That was it. It wasn't even ratting. It was like, I don't care who did it. Oh, Literally, right. whoever does anything. My dad would be so fucking tired. 
on like Saturdays it was his only day to rest and my mm-hmm. mom would be at work oh, and we would just be like this time I actually did deserve ass whipping we were he was like he told us beginning of the day if I hear anything from any of you I'm going to beat all of you so we're like all right well none of us are going to tell like what the hell is he talking about we're going to be fine they found was a tattletale and I pour hot water on him. I don't know why I did it. It was just what I wanted to do. We were playing, and he did something to me, and I said, oh, hot water will be the thing to do to get him back. And he told. My dad beat us all. My dad put it out of his mind, though. He literally doesn't remember it happening, ever. He does not remember Sometimes ever putting his hands on <laughs> Sometimes you need an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. You just need it. But I, need I, it. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to embrace this new parenting style because my responses get popped inside your head or popped in your mouth. My mom had the quickest right hand that I ever seen in my life. She was like motherfucking Floyd Mayweather. So I'm not really a spanker after the age of about three. Because then I'm like, I don't know if it's doing any. I already put the fear. They know I'm not afraid to hit them. So it's nothing I got to worry about. But because I'm not a spanker and I do calisthenics, they got to do six inches, yeah. electric chair, shit, burpees. Whatever. What is an electric chair? You gotta sit in one fucking spot. There you go. Arms out. Oh. Shaking the shit. I was about to say, yeah, like, whoa, Daryl, that you is do that worse shit. than beating. The electric chair. In some ways it is. It could be. In some ways it is. No, 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 I agree. I agree. Calisthetics, but it's, it's more, it's but more humane. Could be because I be having these real conversations with my kids, I find myself saying things like, you know, if you was a man, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> if you was a man and you said that to me, I'd knock you the hell out. And they just looking at me like, I feel like my kids be sizing me up. Now, you know, little boy, I will fuck you up. You know, little girl, I ain't afraid of you. You see, all my kids have seen my fight videos. So y'all know I ain't no punk. Yet and still, you know I ain't going to hit you. So now they push me. That's what I'm saying. Kids touch you. you. I mean, just naturally threat. they do. You have to have that, like, the threat of me being popped. At any given moment, was me walking in that door. I just door started cussing at my, my kids. best behavior. Like I just you started cursing at my best kids. behavior because you know the right hand is coming. Mm-hmm. Like you get out of pocket. One day I walked in the house, right? And this was I was about twelve, so my brother had to be like twenty. I walk in the house and shit. I see ketchup all over the ceiling and shit. What? Why is there ketchup on the ceiling? So apparently my brother got smart with my mom, and he's a a grown man. I mean, he still lived at the house, but you, you damn, you grown fam. And she was like, so he said something to me, and I bust his ass upside the head with the ketchup bottle. <laughs> <laughs> at twenty, I think you can do that. You can. It's permissible. Of course. Yeah. And you know how she's small as shit, so it's just like everything was a weapon. Everything was. It wasn't even who you talking to. It was you don't get a warning behind this shit. It's like. You say some fly shit, and next thing you know, you see stars or whatever happens, and then you like, damn, like, or your ear ringing. You know what I'm saying? Because you got smacked the shit out of, like, it's, but it was healthy because it, you're mindful of what you do. For that purpose. No, you can use it for that purpose. And, and your mind, you know what I mean? You got to be mindful of what you say to people. So I want my kids to at least be mindful of their language, what they're saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, that's important. We definitely want to have our kids have manners. I think maybe we don't think about it this way, and I'm only thinking about it in this moment. 
But having those manners is how we're able to move from room to room. Having those manners is how we can be with all different types of crowds. Because manners are universal. Everybody likes to thank you. Everybody likes to thank you. Everybody likes to please. Everybody likes the door to be held for. Everybody likes certain things. Simple things. Everybody likes when you walk into the room and you greet the room. Like nobody, every, and I, I'm, I do it sometimes. I don't necessarily be the loudest. I, I, I see a lot of my kids doing the things I do. I walk into a room, hey yo, half the people in this room ain't hear me, but, but, but at least I, I felt I, like I said hey. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it satisfies me. It satisfied me and my need to be polite. Because my dad could be behind me at any moment, slap the shit out of me. You know what I mean? But that's what we learned. And that's how we're able to move from room to room. Because manners are universal. You can go in any country. They See, speak anyway. in any language. Manners are universal. Everybody Absolutely. understands a thank you. Everybody yeah. understands an English thank you, for the most part. Shoot, everybody, we can know Spanish thank yous. We know Italian. We all know these basic manners. We all appreciate manners. It's just a place where I think... We cannot, we can't skimp on. We mm -hmm. can't let our kids feel like, no, they don't need to have it. You got to so, have it. It's an essential. Yes, please, and thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a, a rehearsal. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> but, and then it's just like, because I be feeling like it's just me. Because Reach ain't as stern with the shit as I am. Like, you know what I mean? So if they just out with her, she's not going to make them do the things I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So that balancing act is like, all right, I'm strict and keeping and, and teaching them to do it this way because I feel like it's the right way. We all accept the fact that manners are good, mm -hmm. but it just be like sometimes it's like mom a little more lax with the shit. So sure. I don't know if these motherfuckers will adopt that shit or not when they get older. It's going to be more so like dad no, just be draw. they will <laughs> because of the repetition. Mm-hmm. Literally, just the repetition of it, it's going to become muscle memory. Yeah. I'll just be like, and then, you know, it, it'll become conscious. They'll start making their own choice. They right. choose to be an asshole, then they choose. But you have already laid the foundation for them to have the opportunity Absolutely, to make a choice. Absolutely, because I feel like there's no sweat off my back to do that. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's I not never hard. It's not an felt, issue. I've never struggled to say thank you. Right. Right. That I could ever think of. Or please. I've known y'all for 20 years. Y'all can do anything for me. I'm like, yo, thanks. I appreciate it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just. I'm, why wouldn't I say thank you? Why, why, I don't why wouldn't I express gratitude? If you, like, yeah, like, I don't. Thank you. Why wouldn't I? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you do me this favor, please? Thank you. You know what I mean? That's it. Real simple. But some motherfuckers don't got that. At all. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, um, yeah. All right. What was yeah, the next one? No, let's let's say the next topic. I don't know how long we've been going. Where's my pen? Hour 40 something. Yeah. So yeah. let's say the next one for next time, because I think we gave we gave good stuff today. I agree. This was solid. It was solid. Mm -hmm. It's seven thirty. Yeah. All That's right. Good time. We did good. But We're no, proud of I definitely want to hit on this topic. So next time, guys, I definitely want to talk about ten year goals and how we think uh, this podcast is going. Ah, something you said earlier yeah. you said it would and I've kind of I feel will. like I know what you're going to say yeah because we talk about sex a lot mm -hmm. and quickly and hypothetical just to think about where we're going to go next week if I want to run for public office in within 10 years which I may want to do I can imagine somebody's going to bring up this podcast mm -hmm. and so far so good so far I'm very comfortable with the things I've said I'm very comfortable with being challenged on the things I've said 
in sex in general, I would like to be to remove the taboo and for us as Americans to stop talking about it and stop acting like nobody has sex or it's, it's just weird. this secret thing. Like, what, when we do that, that's why some people are afraid to talk about it. Right. That's why you know some people don't disclose issues that happen. It's a with lot, them. actually. Just like this Sex inability time. to like mm-hmm. have these conversations, it causes a lot of things. It causes you, partners listen, to not be it, able to say this is mirror, what I meant to. If the this is why we have sexualized is, the woman's yeah. breast so much that it is literally an issue with women breastfeeding. When did that become a problem? Right. I don't know. I I do enjoy titties though. Sure, That's uh, but I have never, I've, I've never watched a woman breastfeed. Like, <laughs> no, and it don't turn me on. But if I see a chick with some nice titties breastfeeding, can't say I'm not intrigued. You might, you gonna Fine, look but, to watch. But we're gonna get my my mindset has not always been by the point well, like, if, damn, if we good. stop sexualizing women's breasts. It's gonna be a of course for ten for five years, ten years, it'll still be a thing where we're gawking. But after a certain amount of time, it's not going to be a thing. A woman's going to look at a man's chest if he has, if she likes men's if chest, has nice if she pecs. has a nice pecs. She's going to look. But she's not going to gawk because she's seen hundreds of thousands of men's chests. By the time I've we seen start seeing hundreds of thousands of breasts, yeah, you're going to look. But let's be, if you're being honest with yourself, are you really going to stare? No, 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 no. It's not. It's you're not. not you're not going to be a creep like that, yeah, especially no. if we stop sexualizing it. No, what I'm saying is, I can, at this point, even though I still enjoy looking at breasts, I can say, I can look at a titty and just keep it pushing. You would look at a breast and say, those are, those are A chick will pull out her titties in the middle <laughs> okay. of the club, and I will say, oh, nice, and keep it pushing. I've yeah. seen but so I'm just, many breasts. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like, uh. yeah, you know what I mean? It doesn't excite me in a sexual manner to where it's like, I want to yeah. do something. It's right. more of a nice titty. So that's what. <laughs> nice so teddy. That one. I, I just nice. say that so it was a nice say, teddy right there. If I, if I was to run for public office, they're gonna be like Daryl talks about sex and does this. I'm yeah. Let's make that a part of this debate because I would like us to all to start talking about right. sex. Right. Yeah. And so so far so good for me, but it is some things I'm like. Hmm. All right. If so, I want to do so this, how I feel about I it. I wonder how this is gonna look. It's how right. I feel about it. The the fact that somebody could bring that up against you to use that against you. These are us expressing ourselves and making our thoughts public, with which everything that we're sharing, a lot of people don't have the courage to share. And I want to encourage people, even if it's some bizarre shit, to have certain conversations. Because that's the reason we have a lot of closet shit going down and we're trying to figure out what motherfuckers' deep, dark secrets are that's coming to the light. And now we're figuring out our favorite fucking singer likes to fuck young girls all of a sudden. Or, you know what I mean? Like, these people, and, and they're dropping little hints, but you they're not able to have that conversation because everybody will look at them like, they the fuck crazy if they tell somebody, I like to fuck, I'm 35 years old, and I want to I like to fuck 13-year-old girls. Yeah, I'm going to look at you crazy. Absolutely. Because now, so if that's but that, taboo, but now it, he'll never have that conversation, so he'll never right. be able to get the person to tell that's wrong because of this. So exactly, and we'll never be able to unpack why he has that. So for yeah. us to have these conversation and you to put it out there is not to say that people never thought the shit that we thought. They never did the shit that we did. Ninety percent of our thoughts are probably not original, right? So they're just not comfortable enough to talk about it. So right. you being honest and forthcoming with your thoughts and your feelings about certain issues, if somebody brings that up, that's just because they aren't at home at what they. But I would like to delve deeper into it next time because I have yeah. specific questions for each of you, Absolutely. for each of us. Because one, I want to know your uh, your ten year plan. 
where you see yourself and the journey you're going to be. Say, for example, you're doing something, you work with, maybe you leave where you're at and you're in another setting and they have listened to this podcast and they're like, not you get the job, whatever, but then you get questions. And just, uh, I want us to not, not necessarily change what we're doing. I just want to have that conversation on the podcast so we can kind of fill out where we're at, what Mm -hmm. we're doing, what we want, how we sound. And there's a good chance that some of this stuff may come up in our future. Yeah. So we should be, you know, smart. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm actually glad y'all entertained that because we do be saying some wild shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And every time I think about the repercussions behind what we say, I come back to that point. Like, that I just explained. It was just like, man, fuck that. Like, that's how we feel. But what right. if somebody doesn't want to work with you because of your opinion? That's because they're closed-minded. We can work through that. that. Yeah. But that's enough. This I got but questions. I was about to say, let's put a cap on it. Yeah, I got questions. We're going to talk right, about we'll it. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Rants and Tangents podcast. Remember, this is a podcast that aims for the oxymoronic flow. Remember, oxymoron in and of itself is an oxymoron. Oxy meaning sharp and moron meaning dull. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, we're available on iTunes and SoundCloud and YouTube exclusively. And with that, we give you the two fingers like a player. Peace. Peace. Peace.